The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A GA working group has been appointed to re-evaluate All-Ireland final days in Croke Park. Uh, what's this all about? Well, I'm joined by Off the Wall Shane Hannan. Shane, good morning. Morning, Pat. How are things? So what are they at? Yeah, well, this, this is an interesting one because I guess all our All-Ireland football final day, All-Ireland hurling final day, they're, th- they're huge days in the Irish sporting calendar. Maybe not as much in the Irish societal calendar. You look at the Super Bowl, for example, in the United States. I mean, it's taken over. The country has yeah. taken over. And um, so this working group has been set up to, to establish a different things. They're looking at match day programs. They're looking at how Jubilee teams are treated. Uh, we saw that this year with, with the Galway team taken out before the match. In yeah, front of nobody the there. Nobody there. So maybe that should be done at halftime. That's another thing they're looking at. But also the entertainment. Do you know, should there be a, a warm-up game? Should there be more uh, music at halftime? Maybe something done. Okay. To, to now, now let's talk about the warm-up game. Yeah. If you've got uh, whatever the makeup of it is, a minor game, whatever it might be, that means you have to have fans from those counties yes. present, which means less tickets for the main event to for the fans of Kerry or Dublin or whatever. Yes, so, it, will, it will be a difficult one. Like For example, the Talton Cup final this year, between uh, the, 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 the one that Meave uh, were, were taking part in, that was, it was before an All-Ireland semi-final, which I think makes more sense. Like Dublin yeah. and Monaghan maybe weren't going to sell it out entirely by themselves. All-Ireland final day is going to sell out regardless. So it, it's an awkward one. I agree. I, th- I think I, I'm coming down the same side of the aisle as yourself. Maybe it's it's an awkward one to have a game beforehand. Yeah. It doesn't give the... Look, it's great for those uh, the players in those two teams. In that warm-up game, they get to play in front of a massive crowd, but maybe the ticket situation is awkward. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how do you fill the afternoon? Because uh, you've got 70 minutes of football plus a bit of added time and you've got half-time and all the rest. And you have a bit of ceremonial, the Artane band and all the rest. Mm. But, I mean, do you have warm-up entertainment? Do you have the Wolf Tones, oh, for example? I like that shout. Well, listen, this day, I mean, the Electric Arena couldn't hold them at Electric Picnic, so, yeah. I mean, maybe the Wolf Tones is the perfect shout. Um Possibly, like music at halftime. We see it at the Super Bowl. Fifty Cent and all the rappers did it last year. Uh, everyone tunes in at halftime. So people who aren't interested in Gaelic football or hurling, but all, all of a sudden, what time's halftime in the All Ireland final? Switch on the telly, watch that. It probably is a decent enough answer. Like you saw the college football classic, the yeah. helicopters going over, the people were were piling up uh, beer beer cans or whatever else up the top of the stands uh, getting distracted maybe a little bit from the action on the pitch but it was an event and people enjoyed it So so how do you build a, the event then? You have to have something before you know, because you want the crowd ideally to be fully in the ground Yes, so there's got to be something to bring them in you don't want them scrambling over each other at the last moment and maybe interfering with fans already present you know yes. people trying to get to their seat on the 15th row well you see, you see at baseball matches in, in the US in Major League Baseball games they have a, a guy who's an unbelievably fast runner in a morph suit sprinting around the crowd gets a the, someone from the from the audience gets a head start and has to out sprint the person everyone loves it it's class and then yeah. maybe you know you know basketball matches you have skills competitions half court shots and whatever else to win a to win a car or something I'm not saying that's the answer for the GEA but I do feel the GEA can be dinosaurs on issues like this and don't like change maybe so maybe you know G it up a little bit change it do something at half time whether it's music or, or something yeah but you're still, you can't extend half time because uh, obviously athletes get cold and you don't have to warm up all over again. I well, mean, half time is just enough to get a breather. And yeah, a, a, but I mean, at the Super Bowl, it, you know, they give them what, half an hour and, and they are elite athletes. They have to be warmed up as well. Maybe you could say Gaelic footballers are different. It's 15 on 15, defence and offence in American football. Yeah. They're getting sure, rest. Half the time they're sitting down anyway. They're waiting <laughs> to be called on for exactly. if the, the defence are there, they're called on and it's changed the guard. Yeah, 100%. And then the kicker only comes on maybe. 
Yeah, once uh, once every fortnight, maybe. Uh, it, it's a strange one, but maybe Gaelic footballers wouldn't wouldn't agree with this. But I think in terms of to get more people involved, we saw when when for example Sky Sports took up coverage of of GEA, people in England started watching hurling matches and saying, "What what the hell is this?" So I think that could that could have an impact as well, changing the entertainment structure. Hmm. Now, what's wrong with the programs? <laughs> well, this is the issue, I guess. The pricing, the pricing of the programs is is one thing as well. You often see at Gaelic matches, you you maybe pay a fiver for a program. All Ireland final day tends to be around seven quid for for a program, yeah. if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I mean, look, it's a memento. It's a souvenir of the occasion. Is there no value in it? Is that what you're saying? I think there's value. I, I I'm an absolute nerd for programs. Well, that, that, that's as a collector's item. But in terms of you know how much you get to read it's yeah. often when you go to big shows big international shows and they have a program coming and there's very little in it really a lot of pictures yes. but you, you're, you've read it in kind of two minutes it's to see the list of teams but then again nowadays everyone gets the team on, on Twitter on their phone one of the journalists has tweeted out or the, the official team accounts have tweeted out so it's not that that maybe imper- imperative to have the match programmes I, I really love them it, it actually pains my heart when I'm at league matches uh, during the you know January, February, March and old men in the rain holding their little program that they've paid two quid for to keep their heads dry. It just, it destroys my heart, Pat, mm. to see that happen. So. Now, one of the, the latest fashion accessories for people attending games is the scarf <laughs> that has the two counties uh, woven into it. So half it is Dublin, half it's Kerry. Yes. What do you think? Uh, a travesty. Uh, I feel sick just thinking about it, actually, Pat, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, I saw it, I was at Old Trafford for a match last season, the Man United-Liverpool game. They didn't I, have it there, did they? They did. Uh, but I, should, like, fellas who are supporters of Liverpool, they, they'd rather choke than have something like that around but their see, neck. It's kids, kids look, they see Ronaldo and Salah or whatever on either, either side of a scarf. And, you know, kids these days seem to follow footballers as opposed to, to teams. I was in a pub near, near Old Trafford last year, nearly kicked out because I, I had a half Manchester United scarf, half Irish flag. And they said, no half and half scarves in here, get out. Just a punter. And I said, no, it's, it's an Irish, it's my country. How many um, Irish players have played for Manchester United? And, and they, they eventually calmed down and, and, and backed off. But I do agree with them, the clubs won and the counties won. I mean, unless you have, you know, very strong allegiances to two counties. And my dad's from Galway, maybe I'd have a half Galway, half Monaghan scarf. But otherwise, I mean. Yeah, so, so this is, uh, committee is going to sit. And what will happen then? They'll make recommendations? I'd imagine they'll make recommendations. I guess it's, it's pertinent because of the Jubilee thing. That, that has been the, the, the issue. You saw Michael Donlan and Ray mm. Silk and these lads walking onto the pitch with no one there and they thought, this has to change. Uh, the entertainment one, maybe they'll be less keen to change. The programmes is an easy one to fix as well. Uh, maybe change the price and structure, get more people to buy them uh, and maybe put better writing in the programmes as well. Would they dare drop the Artane ban? <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't possibly. But then again, you never know. Strange things happen, and uh, I mean, Orty could be selling Montrose. They could be, you know. You know, you have to think the unthinkable well, sometimes. They need all the money they can get, so yeah, maybe <laughs> it could be an option, Pat. All right, Shane Hannon from Off the Ball. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.